Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that sees two movies with something in common go head to head to see which one does it better. On this week's first Clash Potters in Control episode, in the red corner. Oh my god, look at Keanu's hair! Was the main reaction for a lot of people seeing our first movie this week. Yes, a freshly shorn Reeves is up against Dennis Hopper's manic bomber, and Sandy B is behind the wheel of a bus that absolutely cannot go below 50 miles per hour. From 1994, it's speed. All right, gentlemen, what we have here are 13 passengers in an express elevator. Bomb's already taken out cables. Bomber wants $3 million or he blows the emergency brakes. Anything else that'll keep this elevator from falling? Uh, the basement. He can strike anywhere. At any time. Will the mystery guest please sign in? Why are they messing with me? Do they think I'm doing this for fun? While in the blue corner, the next train... It's not stopping at this station, or any station for that matter. In fact, it may never stop again, unless Denzel Washington and Chris Pine can stop their bickering and get on with bringing the runaway locomotive to a halt. It's director Tony Scott's final film from 2010. We're talking unstoppable. I'm Will Coulson. We're working together today at train 1206. Is there a problem? I just don't like working in a damn daycare center. I don't like working at a retirement home, so. All right. This ain't training. In training, they just give you an F. Out here, you get killed. We have an unmanned train rolling into a highly populated area with no air brakes. Yeah. So what connects these two films and which one does it better? Let's find out. It's our first Clash Potters in Control episode of the year. Release the Kraken. Hello, Clash Potters. Pop quiz hot shot. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris Tilly. Happy New Year, both of you. Thank Happy you so New Year. much. Happy oh. Merry New Year. How was it? 
Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah had a great time. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, <laughs> what, did you ju- what did you just call this season? Because I feel like what, a couple of episodes ago. What happened to Fanjan? Ago- yeah, Fanjan. Yeah, I know you pitched Fanjan at the end of last year. <laughs> was it a pitch? Uh, yes, it was very much a pitch. It was very much a work in progress Fine. that I thought we all laughed away. But we have consensus. It's than what you just said, which was a mouthful. Yeah. Clash Podders in control. Yeah, I like it, but I like it as Fanjan, colon, <laughs> Clash Podders take control. Fanjan, and this is like Mean Girls. Stop trying Fanjan. <laughs> Fanjan is never going to be a thing. Okay. And to be fair, they are friends, not fans. That's yeah, true. They're That's friends, true. and also we might run this into February, and then it becomes what? Feb fan. Feb fan, yeah. Fan Feb, yeah. Okay, it doesn't work. Feb Bebs. Do you know what? <laughs> Bebs? <laughs> Bebs. <laughs> Hello, Bebs. <laughs> Welcome to Clash Pod Babs. <laughs> Good. Um, right, full disclosure. It's still December as we're recording this. Uh, we haven't had New Year yet, so we have no excuse for being ridiculous. Um, but this is the beginning of a month of listener suggestions, as I've taken to calling it, Clash Butters in Control. If you have a suggestion for a pairing, then you can still email us at show at clashpod.com and give us a reason for why you want a particular pairing on the show. So, Christopher, who did today's pairing come from and why? So I did say when we kicked this all off that we would look through last year's ones as well, so they wouldn't all go to waste. So this is from Fan Jan last year. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that annoyed. Yeah. Uh, this so it was Ian Col it was Ian Colgan who suggested speed versus unstoppable. He didn't say any more. We like it when you send us a couple of sentences to why. But what I will say is, looking at the other films he suggested, Ian's had a good year uh, on our podcast. Executive Decision versus The Rock. We've done both of them. Right. He suggested Christine versus Cujo. We've done one of them. Yep. He suggested Pet Cemetery versus Pet Cemetery. We've done one of them. And he suggested It versus It. We've done both of them. Wow. Okay. Executive so cheers, Ian. Fan. We've we've maybe we've been stealing from you all year. Yeah. Nice one, Ben. <laughs> uh, lovely stuff so it's just in no others from no that was the only person oh, who no. suggested this fantastic double it is a really 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 strong pairing I was just saying before we start recording I'm very excited about these two episodes so the clue Chris gave on last week's show was oh I don't know can you not remember um, it was what was it Alex I actually don't know oh no it great was... let's start the year with a bang I can't remember. I can never remember it. It doesn't matter because the one in the pub was hilarious, yeah. uh, which was me walking along and Chris going, Alex, and me going, sorry, can't stop. Yeah. Unless I use the other one. Because <laughs> we did one where you were yeah. singing a song. I was singing you Queen. Singing Queen, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, those were the last acceptable videos we shot that night. <laughs> yes, one got deleted, didn't uh, it? Yes, Chris put one up of, uh, do you, did you ever see it? No. <laughs> So we caught, we we we'd had a few beers after you left, yeah. And we we seem to establish we're not doing this race ever. So I said, let's have an arm wrestle, and I'll film it. So we had an arm wrestle. Did you? And I posted it. Yeah. Who won? Chris won, of course. Did you? <laughs> it doesn't count as the race. Look, he's got much more upper body strength than me. And Is I have really dead, easy. I have dead no. bones. No, he's, he's surprisingly he's strong. Surprisingly strong. But um, yeah, it was it was soon taken. And down. what did the other people in the pub think? I wonder. We, we were in the booth. We were you know, we were oblivious we were as well. First yeah. date. <laughs> It was, uh, it was, yeah, it went up on Twitter and I took it down when Did I woke you? up the following day and I was like, sorry, Chris, I've taken it down because I look absolutely fucking hammered no, in it. No. Or because I lost. <laughs> I said, all right, I won't put up the other videos we shot that. Like, oh, no, you can put them up. All oh, right. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so we are on Twitter at ClashPod, also on Instagram at ClashPod, and the guests has arrived at speed. 
I imagine, because we're recording this before Christmas, I can't tell you who's today, whose winner is, but rest assured, you will be praised, adored, and given your rightful celebration on our Twitter account. So head to at ClashPod to discover who this week's champion is. So, connection section. Just one for me. Okay. Jumping from a car to another vehicle that's moving yeah. at speed. I've got that. I've got one more. Yeah. Press helicopters following a moving vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got any because no. they're all quite obvious. I've got one, though, that isn't a connection, <coughs> but nearly was. So that scene of the guy hanging from the chopper by a line to try and save the day in Unstoppable, mm. that was originally in the speed script. They oh, had I that know sequence. This story. Is it called the Baker sequence? Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, and he, he but he, he went into he nearly went into a bridge and then yep. he went into a lorry full of um, sheet like, glass yep. and his legs came off. Or something. Yeah, something like that. And it got it wasn't done. It wasn't done because Sorry, that's that was the that sorry, I thought you meant <laughs> that was supposed to be in speed. Right. I thought you meant yeah, they shot it and that's what happened, so they oh, couldn't no. use it. <laughs> yes, it's like they dropped it uh, because of budgetary constraints, but he originally wrote it because he thought it would be good to see the real hot shot fail. Yeah. And then Jack's got to do it. But also he felt like it sort of took too much away from Jack for it not, you know, yeah. suddenly the film wasn't about him. And, and to so... explain, so it's called the Baker sequence because the character was called Baker. Not It's not a Baker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So on Thursday, I'll be talking to you about a choo-choo, which means today Vicky is acting like it's 1994 because she's on speed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how, how old were you in not? How old were you in not? Thirty. Probably not. On about right. <laughs> Before there was sat nav, there was Jack Traven. And a little-known fact about the LA public transportation system in the mid-90s is that all buses came equipped with a buzz-cutted hottie and escape hatches and could fly. Anyway, Dennis Hopper's Madman is playing a super risky game of take some hostages, then rig a bus, so they will almost certainly get killed, which if they do, he definitely won't get his money, but then he's the kind of guy who keeps his old police uniform on a mannequin in the middle of his command centre, and he's got multiple monitors and TV screens, so you can't trust a word he says. All the while, Sandra Bullock drives the bus because she's the only person on the bus with a strong enough right leg. Seriously, at one point, she's literally driving in circles. You only need to press down and no one helps her. Bus people are awful. In the end, Keanu saves the day by sliding about on a tea tray. Then we're going underground so Sandra can apologise for being kidnapped and having a bomb belt strapped to her. (laughs) Not your fault, love. Don't apologise. And Dennis can get his head chopped off. And Sandra and Keanu can face death together and they never even got to bone. And then they don't die and then they do basically bone while some perverts film it. Five stars. Um, I've only seen this once before. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. And that, it, for me, that is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a student house. You know, didn't I didn't see it when I was thirteen. Um, and it just never went into the sort of rotation watch, even though Sandra's in it. So it's that's pretty major. That's nuts. This what is a that? heavy yeah. rotation watch for is me. It? I've seen this movie about ten times. Okay. I love this movie. This <laughs> is one of those movies I go to for what I call some emo action. Action that makes me well up because it's so fucking cool. Yeah, fair So, yeah, I've seen this film a lot. What about you? Uh, I've seen it a couple of times since it came out, but initially I went to see it at the cinema um, and it was when I wasn't quite sure about Keanu Reeves back then. So I was going to it to see... Where is eight... now? Now you love him. Love him. <laughs> love him. Um, but it was for the premise and because I wanted to see the lady from Demolition Man as well yeah. in a film. And so, yeah, and it was such a fun film to watch at the movies with a big crowd. I wish I'd seen it at the cinema. Yeah. Um, I do remember being very into Sandra Bullock around this time. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know. I, I call her Sandy. Because you I call, know her. I call her S because we're always in a rush. <laughs> 
because we're always making out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making out. Sorry, that's weird. All right. Um, that's let's... not weird. That's actually acceptable. You can say making Do out. You? It's not like boinking. Boinking's horrible. Making out, I don't know, it's just a bit young for us, isn't it? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I like making out all the time. <laughs> with young people. Yeah, with babies. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, quickly, let's move on. Let's talk about the background to speed. So we're going to talk about Akira Kurosawa, which we don't really anywhere near enough on this podcast, especially for my life partner, Mark Parsons. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the writer... Have you done any Kurosawa yet? <laughs> no, because uh, it's boring. What? No, it's not. It's legendary. Um. So the writer of speed is called Graham Yost and he was having a chat with his dad about Kurosawa's unproduced script for Runaway Train, which serves as the story for Runaway Train, which was directed by Andrei Konchalovsky, which I have not seen, but the poster looks awesome. And people were nominated for Oscars for that film. So it's not, it sounds like a schlocky thing, but it's not. All right, I've never seen it. No, it's, it's absolutely brilliant and we could have done it with speed. Unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been quite a good pair. Um, so Graham Yost having a chat with his dad who's like a cinephile so he likes the idea he just thinks it would be better on a bus and with a bomb <laughs> so he writes it um, well, would you oh go on what he, he um, I heard him talk about this his dad described him the plot of Runaway Train and he misheard it and thought there was a bomb in the movie and there's not mm. a bomb in the movie no and so it was through mishearing his dad or misunderstanding his dad's version of the story is how we got this that's good yeah. isn't it weird though that at first he was like so there's a bomb on the bus and if the bus goes below 20 miles oh, yeah. an hour you're <laughs> like what at what point did you ever think that was a good idea and then he goes actually 50 would be better and you're like yeah of course 50 would yeah. be better watching a bus drive slowly along <laughs> well this is the thing because he he got obsessed. I've listened to a podcast with him on um, Scripts Apart and he got really obsessed with the idea of it being at 20 because that's just faster than you can run. So the idea that someone would be running after the bus <laughs> but they would be uh, just beaten ever so slightly by the bus, which is pretty funny. <laughs> which is turning into Father Ted milk flow episode, isn't it? <laughs> Did you know it was also called, and, and Grey Moss is very funny about this, but he called it minimum speed. Yeah. And someone was like, you can't have minimum. <laughs> Although, as your... he says on that podcast, it's still better than cruise control, which is yes, the speed too. it is. Um, yeah, and it's, he had another, he had a writing partner called Paul Buda and he was the person that was like, why don't you just make it 50, you idiot? Um, I don't want to be your writing partner, but you can have that <laughs> kind of thing. And um, Paul Buda also came up with the hole in the pavement under the bin for the money drop later. That was his idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad about that idea. No, no it seems impractical. It seems like, why has no one noticed a hole in the roof of the subway <laughs> at any point? But never mind. Um, so just to... So, yeah, this podcast, I listened to, there's quite a few versions of Speed before it got to production because Joss Whedon came on and did like a punch-up for which he is uncredited. Um, so in a few sort of prior versions... Jack Traven, he was more of like a hothead, like a bit more glib and a bit less earnest. So when Graham Yost started writing him, he was like quite grizzled and he had like an old war wound. I think he had a, he either had a stick, a walking stick or a limp or something, but he was this a much more sort of frazzled bloke. Um, but yeah, like I said, Joss Whedon smoothed all that out because Keanu wasn't mad about that either. Yeah, Joss Whedon, according to Yost, he's very honest. He goes, Joss Whedon wrote mm, about 98.9% yeah. of the dialogue. Yeah, including pop quiz hotshots. Yeah. Yeah, which is... It's quite a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because he's like, that's the thing that people always say to him. They're like, pop quiz hotshots. Like, that's Joss Whedon, but thank you so much. It must be absolutely devastating. But also... Um, 
So Harry, who's Jeff Daniels, he was going to be the villain. Yeah. And then they sort of, they changed their minds about that about not very long before shooting. And then you've just got Dennis Hopper instead, who's, you know, Graham Yost, again, he's, he is very honest about it. He doesn't really like it when you've got a baddie that never interacts with the goodie. And it's much better. It's more sort of satisfying if you've got, mm. oh, it was you all along kind of thing. But it just seemed a bit implausible. I had a weird moment watching it this time. You know, when Sandra Bullock turns around in the subway at the end because uh, you think it's Dennis Hopper and Keanu's pointing the gun. And yeah. It's, it's Sandra Bullock. And she's obviously, she's got the bomb strapped to her and she's part of Dennis Hopper's plan. I did think, oh, actually, if she turned around and she was running off with the money and yeah. she was the villain like idea. she was in it with Dennis Hopper I thought this is because I've watched it too many times I'm looking for alternative versions of the <laughs> it's same film it's a brilliant film. idea yeah save it for your change well so talking about I've so got a great change Sandra is Annie Porter Porter did you notice Once you know when you start seeing the names thing you can't ever unsee it a Porter moves things from one place to another Annie Porter <laughs> you're reaching I'm not I'm not <laughs> I didn't even hear that, that that was her last name did they say her last name I don't know no, I don't. No, they don't. Hello, I'm have Annie you, Porter. Can I get Have on you your made bus? it up? Have you made that up? <laughs> <laughs> have Her name's Annie Bus. <laughs> Annie Driver. Annie <laughs> National Express. <laughs> Annie Driver. Annie Driver. Now, I've never worked out if that's a joke or not. Someone once told me Minnie Driver's dad is called mm. Laurie Driver. No, she said her dad called her and her sister Minnie Driver and Laurie Driver oh, okay. to be cute. Right. Um, and then she just used it as her stage name, Fine. I believe. So anyway, uh, originally Annie uh, was a black woman. She was a paramedic. Uh, the studio weren't mad on that because it's the fucking nineties. Um, then she was like more of a comedy foil, and there was going to be no love interest, and she was going to be this comedy driving instructor. Although they did offer it to Halle Berry, they apparently, did, yeah, and so she turned it down. She did. Um, but then they moved away from that, and now she's just a woman who gets on a bus. Apparently, she's a graphic designer, but I had to read about that. It's not obvious from what she's doing on no, the bus. No, not at all. No. Nope. Um, is her name Annie Graphics? Annie Graphics Driver. <laughs> uh, Ellen DeGeneres was going to be the yeah, comedy when, foil. When I first read that, I thought it was one of those things. You know, the internet is just this loop of like, once the reference has been lost, something just is the truth. Mm. And I watched so much trying to actually find out if this was true, if it was just Ellen being funny and then someone had re-reported it. But Graham Yost said it's true. Yeah, who he because, wanted. Yeah. Well, she was funny. She was very funny. And she's an actress. Yeah. Oh, she, sorry, she is funny. She was an actress. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds hilarious now because of how well-known she is for the other stuff. But yeah, at the time it made sense. But obviously, fantastically, you end up with Sandra Bullock. Thank God. Um, it's yeah, we all know, directed by Jan de Bont. This is his first feature, although he's obviously a hugely well known cinematographer. Uh, the bus jump that was his idea, that wasn't in the script. Mm. Um, and then just a last thing about casting apparently, they went to Stephen Baldwin before they went to Keanu, but he turned it down. Um, it was a mega smash. Uh, it did spawn a sequel, which we won't talk about because the sequel is Balls. Yeah, one day we'll talk about it. Will we? I feel like that has a place on our podcast. Um, I don't control. know why I watched it again. Oh, I do know why I watched it again. <laughs> yeah. Recently, yeah. Yeah. Would that be for, for a podcast uh, that never happened that we yeah, might have recorded? Our, our aborted first idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we have the file somewhere. I do. I do. Yeah, I've yeah. still got them. Yep. But um, Graham Yoss, although he wasn't involved in the sequel, The Cruise Control, he did pitch a couple of ideas before, I guess, he was told his services were no longer required, which were called full speed and high speed. So he's kind of getting it now. He's not put the minimum in there. And so full speed was on a boat and high speed was on a plane. High speed is pretty obvious. It can't drop below a certain altitude or it will explode. But full speed is a fun idea. It was like a, a boat with munitions left over from the Vietnam War and like crossing the ocean. And then there's a storm and then the weapons have got phosphorus in. So if they hit the water, the, everything will explode. This is cool. good. Yeah. 
I like that. That is a good idea. I like that. The only other thing that I thought was quite interesting was Graham Yost, and it'll relate to my change later, which is why I'm bringing it up, is that he wanted the whole thing set on the bus at yes. 20th Century Fox when, no, people get bored if it's all on the bus. And so I think it was Jan de Bont came up with the skyscraper thing because he'd done Die Hard as the DOP. So he was like, I can do something fun with lifts. And then I don't know who came up with the tube train at the end. So what I read was... Graham Yoss' original script did have the lift stuff in it because he wanted to set up the set up all the dynamics. Oh, okay. But yeah, completely. The studio were nervous about, we can't, you know, when they fall into each other's arms when they come off the bus, you really wanted to end it there. But the mm. studio was like, we've just been on a bus for far too long. So okay. come up with something else. Um, also, I don't know how you feel about this film, but he pitched Hard Rain as a speed sequel originally. Oh, we should do, like do Hard, Hard Rain. Rain. Yeah. I mean, he, he wrote a lot of my favourite yeah, shit. Yeah. Nine, well, not shit, actually. I it's mean, Hard Rain shit. Hard Rain but he shit. Also, I, I was going to, I started saying shit and then I was like, I'm about to mention Broken Arrow yeah. as well, which is not shit. Yeah. I like, yeah, that's I like Broken Arrow. Let's do Broken Arrow before we do Hard Rain. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I'm into that. Okay, so that's it. Um, we can talk about the film now if you like. Yeah. All right, then. So we are going to meet uh, bomb lover Howard Payne, mm. who I think has quite <laughs> low ambition for a terrorist. What? It's the 90s, so it's different times, but he's got 13 people hostage in a lift. <laughs> it's like, there's, this building's full of people, but you want to just get this 13. Um, What's and the I, difference between one life and 100 lives, Vicky? It's all I, the same. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I know. I feel really sorry for the security guard who discovers him. And yeah. Gets stabbed in the ear. Who stabs someone in the ear? Yeah. I mean, it's a... A baddie. Uh, yeah, a villain. And obviously, it's a, it's a good way to get a screwdriver into someone's head. <laughs> there are other ways, <laughs> I guess. But again, if you're short of time, yeah. go for an opening. I think I was just surprised. I couldn't remember how it started, despite having watched it so many times. And I thought there was going to be a gun under the... Uh, the yeah. docket that he gives him, and then when he stabs him in the ear with a screwdriver, it's like, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, it is brutal. Um, I think Howard Payne, as a baddie or as a terrorist or whatever he is, I think he's quite a nice guy. Like later on, <laughs> he's got all these. What? He's got all these rules. No one gets off the bus. Keanu doesn't get off the bus. They ask him nicely, like, but please, can someone get off? Fine. And then later on, like, he lets the driver off the bus. Mm. And then later on, Keanu, he's like, no one, but no one else is going to leave. And Keanu's like, but can I leave just for five minutes? Fine. <laughs> so that's not... I know, but at the start... Is that nice or stupid? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> at the start, he, it, Keanu goes... Harry, this isn't right. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna blow it anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, which means that he was going to kill the hostages even after he got his money. Which makes no... Oh, yeah, okay. So Which right. is... A, it, it, it suddenly will make you a lot more wanted, which is a, a, <laughs> yeah, a, a, a silly idea. Yeah. I think... Harry, I've got a gut feeling. Yeah. I mean, we should say also that... I think going to Keanu for the whole hour? No. I liked it. <laughs> the first one he did was great, and that yeah. one not quite as good. No, it gets worse. Focus. Right. When Focus I try, on. when I try, yeah. it falls apart. Right. Don't just think, need, don't just need to relax. I think it's Keanu Reeves' character that basically... He's, there's a few. It is funny, but there's a few times in this film where he says things he definitely shouldn't. So this is his first one, where he bangs on the... He's like, LAPD! And then everyone's like, oh my fucking Christ, the police are here! <laughs> and the Howard Payne hasn't gone, right, okay, I'm a terrorist, you're really in trouble. It's Keanu Reeves who's like, yeah, guess what? You're in real trouble. Like, you should go lift service or whatever it is, lift technician, but he doesn't. He's like, yeah, the police are here, guys. So. Pizza guy. <laughs> yes, you're in the shit. Um, but anyway, the business in the lift, as Graham Yost has said, is to establish that Keanu has amazing hair, 
can get shit done by thinking things through, which mm. is important. He's not actually this maverick hothead. He talks a bit like that in this sequence, but he actually just thinks it through in ways that other people haven't seen. Problem solver. Yeah. And he's got a really great partner in Harry and he's going to make an enemy of Dennis Hopper. So that is all done. And I'm that's very sure good. I'm sure I like him chewing the gum the whole time, though. Oh, I didn't notice. I don't. It's, he's, he's really chewing away. Oh, yeah. Why did you do that on the mic? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, uh, just very quickly. Also, just because, you know, I like shit like this. Mm. Love the font when speed comes up. <laughs> yeah. Proper Classic. great Although, action movie font, and that whole shot where it's going down in a lift with oh the God, titles coming over way it's, too long. It goes ridiculous. on way too long, and that what's that, a big lift? That score, I feel like it's really assaulting my ears as well. It's okay when the bus is driving, but just listening to it isolated is not a pleasant experience. We are going to have discussions later on this episode. <laughs> I just said it's good when the bus is travelling, but not when we're just watching nothing. Okay. Um, and obviously, big fan of uh, their police chief. Yes, of course, Joe Morton. Joe Morton, someone lovely. Joe every Morton. time he pops up, oh, yeah. I'm surprised and happy to see him. He looks so different with a moustache. Yeah, like I, you know, because it's it's obviously uh, Dyson from Terminator Two. Yes. Yeah, but he. Yeah, that's I, mad. Honestly, Nettie went. That's the guy from Terminator Two, and the only reason I know it's Joe Morton is because I went. No, it's not. It's not him. And she went. She went. It is. And I'm oh like, my Ugh, God. I'll look it up. And then I was like. Sorry, fuck, I think the words were reached. Well, sorry. well done, Nettie. I'm yeah. going to high five you next time I see you. What an annoying know-it-all. <laughs> I would, I would never do that. <laughs> so, um, Dennis Hopper now he's back and he's not dead. Oh wait, what? Can we just do one thing? Because you know this movie's about action. Mm-hmm. The way it's ridiculous. But the way that car, that police car, jumps over the brow of that hill lets me know immediately we are in some ph- phenomenal That's action. Yeah. It just flies Lots over of it. stuff flies, But, yeah. like, you are watching it going, that car is now fucked. That no, <laughs> yeah. no matter how quickly you want to get to a hostage situation, you, you just can't fuck up a police car by jumping <laughs> over a hill that high. <laughs> like, it's axle brakes as it lands and you're like, it looked cool, but man, <laughs> how many cars do you have? And well, excuse my language, but when he says, when Payne says, don't fuck with daddy, <laughs> is that a blue blue velvet reference? Oh, yeah. Um, Are we blue velvet do. fans here? Uh, I, a long time ago. Yeah. I watched yeah. It. It's just quite a weird thing for him to say, and it's so specific to that character in blue velvet. Yeah. It just creeped me out. That's a nice idea. Well, now that he's back and he's not dead, this this did make me laugh. His demands have increased by exactly seven hundred thousand dollars. Yes, is that inflation? How? How? I was thinking, how long is it between the first and the second incident? It feels incident? like about. Well, no, wait, because Harry's got a limp, so he must have had surgery, yeah. maybe or whatever, and he's had his little party. So I would say maybe it feels like about a month. Okay, but that's I'm not just inflation. Guessing. Then. That's not inflation. It's not inflation, but also it's so strange. It's like I wanted three million in the lift business. Yeah, it's three point seven now. Yeah. Why would you not just double it? I, I I don't know. He's a madman. He's, he's, he's just yeah. mad. It would be better if it was three million because yeah. he's he's working from he's he's sort of a man of honour and there's a real reason for this happening mm. and so it's principle. Stick to your same principle. I want. I still want my three million. Yeah, I didn't get my three million. Yeah. Yeah, and Harry actually point. announces the villain's motive at the start when he's talking to Keanu. He goes, 30 more years of this, you get." Uh, shitty pension and a cheap gold watch yeah. which is exactly why Dennis Hopper is doing what he's doing yeah mm. okay Um. so after blowing up one bus just for fun um, oh how good is that explosion it though? is good I, it's, it's a, it's a, I don't know what it's like in where are they Chicago 
The, LA, LA, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah quite famously. Oh, did it film <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, of course. I think it's yeah. shot in LA as well. I mean, yeah, Alan Ruck goes, goes, I'm, I'm just in LA for the first yep. time. Yeah. Oh, we're back at LA Airport. I've I... been to LA Airport <laughs> already. In, as, as far as movies shot in LA go, I think this one mentions it's in LA more than any other. They're in LA where people really don't generally get the bus. No, and if they the do, well. I reckon then they don't know the names of all the bus drivers as well. That is funny, isn't it? Because we live in London and no when we one do gets get the on bus. the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, John. <laughs> Good morning. It's weird because considering they chose to shoot it in LA, they use two forms of transport, buses and the underground that no one no in LA one, yeah. uses. I didn't even know they had an underground. Yeah. So I was like, is there an underground? And Nettie spent a lot of time in LA. And she's like, yeah, no one goes on it. It's full of crackheads. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. You ever been on it? I have not. I was going to say that the underground there all got messed up. It was to do with. Oh, did we talk about it on the podcast? Just it was quick, some transport. Is this interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to check. All right, no worries. No, I am. I'm interested. No, no. What you've done? done? But I'm is done. it? If it's like the equivalent of a tube strike, is it in a town that no one's been to? Is it interesting? <laughs> yeah, wait, let's find out. No, it got I'm a... done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Move now, on. Now I actually see what you've done. Sorry, it got oh, messed no, up so, though. Yeah, it got it? messed up. Right. Get in touch on Twitter with with how the LA with your experience with any delays that you've and inconveniences yep. blah blah blah. So just before we have a break, there's a massive plot hole here which uh, was pointed out to Graham Yost by Janet Maslin, the film critic, when Keanu is trying to stop the bus from going over fifty. So I'll just tease that. We'll have a break and then you can tell me what it is. Okay. 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 Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so here we are. What is the massive plot hole? So Keanu's like, this bus can't go over 50. And he runs can't after it. Can't go below 50. No, but the bomb activates. So let's just oh, do the I plot. See. Right, there is yep. a bomb on the bus. Once it goes over 50, the bomb activates. Once it goes below 50, the bomb detonates. So I've seen it 10 times. Well, then I... Why am I having to tell you this? <laughs> so what's the plot hole? Keanu's chasing the bus. Don't go over 50. Don't go over 50. Why doesn't he just shoot the tyres? That's what was that pointed out to him. shoot a tyre. Isn't that's it? Such a, that's such a film, I think, thought logic that, oh, yeah, you just shoot tyres. It's <laughs> yeah. not easy. To, from I'm one moving In this film, a bus flies. It literally flies. <laughs> and that's fine, but... I mean, I... 
I've never, it's not once have I thought, oh, I should just shoot the tires. I didn't think that, no. Because I'm so caught up in this sequence, this whole sequence of him chasing down the bus, trying to get on it, getting in Tune Man's car, yeah. driving the car backwards with it. That, sh- that stunt, I think, blew my mind when I was a kid, where he just, I was like, it's like, I feel like it must have been done before somewhere. It feels like such a, a simple idea, but opening that Jaguar's door and then reversing it back and smashing yeah, cool. the door off, I was like, <laughs> I get goosebumps thinking yeah, about it. It is good. Um, so yeah as you said about the bus being a true cross section of people from LA um, including our queen Sandra Bullock as Annie Porter but anyway we'll come back to that so yeah so this is another instance so Keanu wants to get on the bus <laughs> really she's not going to let the Porter no, thing no, go you now because it's, it's all true and I feel like Payne is the is the, is the more yeah, obvious it's, surname it's to be shite Howard Payne and Travent because he's travelling oh yeah <laughs> Jack yeah, Travent yeah. you're right yeah <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but you talked you talked about that cross section on the bus, and you mentioned that Alan Ruck, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's in. I heard an interview with him the other day. He'd given up acting. He was working in a bar and drinking too much when he got what, this Alan gig. Ruck? Yeah, he'd given up acting, and he was Connor Roy. He was basically a piss artist, uh, really struggling. And um, he went into audition, and he was supposed to be playing an asshole lawyer. Yeah. And yeah. Jan de Bont said, "You're not an asshole. I do not buy this." And so changed the character because he liked him. And this is what got him back into acting and got him off the booze. Oh, wow. Nice. He's really good in it. Yeah. He's I, although I can't see any, anything but no. Conor Roy now. No, exactly. How you doing with Succession? Just, I can't stop thinking about it. It's so it's, good. Yeah, we should talk about it. It's, it's a miracle that it's that addictive. No spoilers, but the end of the final episode of season three that I've just done. Yeah. has kept me awake at night. It's, <laughs> wow. It's unbelievable. Oh, I can't it's, wait. makes you... So angry, really? Like I literally, I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, what, it's awesome." I, I, I know. I can make. I'll, it's not a succession podcast. We can't talk about. It. Okay, if we did a succession podcast, though, that might be. Um, that gets us. <laughs> 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 Hang on. Hang on. Someone said about Eureka. <laughs> I'm sure there aren't any, so we should get on with that. So this is the second example where Keanu tells people things he shouldn't tell them, doesn't <laughs> yeah. think about what he's doing. So he writes a note to so the bus driver can see and the note fucking says, there's a bomb on your bus. <laughs> and if you were driving a bus and someone put a note in front of you that said that, what is the first thing you would do? You Shoot would hit, the tyres. You, <laughs> you would hit the brakes because you would be scared yeah. and you would think he was telling you to stop. Mm. So I like Jack Traven as a character and I love Keanu Reeves. But that's an idiot thing to do. Just put, there's a bomb on your bus. You cannot go below 50. It's fine. Like, <laughs> that's a lot to risk. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. I think it's an idiot moment anyway. And it's, it's difficult. I mean, no, maybe not. Because he's, mm. he's not supposed to be perfect. But if he's meant to be this hero that thinks everything through, that is quite an obvious error, I think. Yeah, just don't don't say bomb at all. Just no. say stay above 50. Yeah. yeah. Because the LAPD says you have to. Um, so anyway, just a little bit about the plan here. I know that it's once you've seen something a million times, it doesn't matter. Dennis Hopper is supposed to be in it for the money, but for the money, is it a bit of a silly plan? Because it's oh, way too complex. But also, he wants the money. If they hit traffic, which it is LA, you're going to hit traffic. Even if the bus is like, I will plow through the traffic. They that bus is going to slow down anyway. It makes no sense. His plan. Okay. He could put a bomb anywhere exactly. and just yeah. call in and go. There is a bomb at this stadium. There's a bomb at this hospital. Yeah. I want this money. But yeah. then, <clears throat> you know, a hospital can't 
go below 50 miles an hour. Uh, famously. Yeah. But also I think... I mean, it can't go above 50 miles an hour. Hospitals don't tend move. to move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they, they, they do talk about it a bit like, oh, is he just in it for the chaos or is he in it for the money? If it's chaos, you get it. Because this idea of the bus that can't go below 50 is going to tear up LA and, and that's brilliant. But if he really genuinely wants the money, it's a stupid idea. Yeah, which we'll get onto at the end, but it sort of goes from like this massive plan of this bus that can't go below 50 to I've cut a hole under a bin. <laughs> so, like they're really polar opposites in scale and yeah, imagination. That's true. that's true. So Sandy's in charge of the bus and then we're off the freeway so she can nearly kill a baby, not really. Oh, it's good though. It is good. It's one of those things that once you get over that moment, because who actually pushes cans around in a buggy, mm. a pram? I don't know, but not two people. That's Graham Yoss has said very purposely. The person he saw doing it looked like a rough sleeper pushing cans around Central Park, right? So a little bit off kilter. You put two women that look quite respectable and they're chatting away and they've got a baby carriage. You are supposed to think baby. So then when it's cans, you're like, what's wrong with that woman? That she's just, <laughs> what's she not got a shopping bag? Where's the baby? You look at them though, then their hair's a bit matted. You th- oh. <laughs> if you take a, cl- a closer look at them just before they cross the road, you're okay. like, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd veer. Yeah. I'd veer away. It is a good moment when you, Sandy thinks she's killed a baby. How do you like feel about this line that you've skipped over that I think is just the right side of a bit gross when he is checking the speedometer between Sandra Bullock's legs right. and speaking to Harry and he goes, no, it's clean. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it makes me chuckle. And it's sort of because it's Keanu and because it cuts to her face going, um, what? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I missed it. I'm a little bit upset by it. But and also, of course, she's clean. <laughs> um, so where are we? Um, Somehow yeah. you saying, of course, Sandra Bullock's clean is worse than the line in the film. Is it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so this is the another time where Dennis Hopper is a very reasonable terrorist because we're back on the empty freeway and he breaks his word because no one leaves, but the driver can leave. And then uh, silly Helen, she's called this character, gets a bit greedy for freedom. So Howard sets off a small bomb, which is enough to kill Helen, mm. but not enough to explode the other bomb, which let's not forget... This bomb has, quote, enough C4 in it to put a hole in the world. Good line. Like, I yeah. don't think he's focused enough on the job at hand because he's watching an American football match, <laughs> which I think is supposed to be live, even though it's very early in the morning on a weekday. <laughs> but this is the thing, because since doing this podcast, I've become obsessed with it. I never noticed it before because it just worked its film language on me. If you've got more than one telly, you're a lunatic. And so Dennis Hopper... Uh, Jack Palance yeah, and Tango and Cash. There's someone else really recently, just basically everyone, multiple monitors equals madmen. Uh, the plague and hackers. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. ha. <Yep. laughs> so he's got multiple Oh, he's mon- not in succession yet, but he does turn up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, What's the actor's name again? Fisher Stevens. Yeah, it's Fisher Stevens. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. Star of Short Circuit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, come Moving on. on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the freeway's got a gap in it. And you think maybe they could just turn the bus around because they've got... You could skid it round. I thought about that. But if we're doing shoot the tyres, then I think there's a, a concrete bunker thing, whatever you call those, a divider down the middle of the freeway. What so. is that called? We should, uh, the barrier? Let's Crash call it barrier? a barrier. <laughs> is yeah. it called a crash barrier? Fine. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like the reserve... The Central Reservation. The Central Reservation. Oh, my God. That was painful. You passed your driving test. Great. Uh, <laughs> just the theory part. Um, <laughs> yeah, the big concrete re- Central Reservation would yeah, prevent it from right, spinning around. You're right, it would around. smash into it. You're absolutely... And also, you want to see a fucking bus jump. Well, this is the thing. I mean, 
I know that Graham Yost has said and other people have said, you know, if you see that bus jump over that gap and you're like, oh, as if, it's not the film for you. If you watch it and it is amazing, you're like, that is wicked. The bus is flying. It's just brilliant. And it is brilliant. Makes me weep. I love it. I love the whole setup. I love the fact that the expression on um, Joe Morton's face and the fact that all the police cars sort of have to pull away and stop yeah, and like and suddenly do it. the bus is on its own yeah. and you're just like, it just builds really nicely. It's brilliant. I mean, you watch the jump and you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's it hits something. It hits a ramp or something that it like, it's <laughs> like, it suddenly just goes ba-doing, but I'm sold at that point. I remember Alex Winter, I think he presented, was it Dennis Hopper with the best villain at the MTV Awards and he introduced the movie. He was like, uh, and he's from uh, the movie that is known as that bus could never have made that jump. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. And I, you know, the first time I saw it, I thought it was amazing, but I was really, really bowled over by it this time because mm-hmm. because of the suspension of disbelief as well. Like, it's just, you need to get on board with this film. Oh, oh that's good. Funny, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, you can start pulling apart, like, when it lands. It is definitely not still going above fifty miles an hour That's as well. That's a good point. Yeah. So, but that. you just you you bought if you haven't bought into it at this point, then you're not going. To. Well, he oh, said yeah. when he was at that first test screening, Graham Ross said, um, and when Keanu makes the jump from the Jaguar onto the bus. And the audience went nuts. That's when he knew his life was going to change. Because that's the moment you know they're on board with this. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. But but it's so much fun. Yeah. So Vicky's done the on board joke. So we can't keep having the on board joke. Did you just say it again? Yeah. So I didn't even notice. Um, okay. So we are at the airport and Dennis Hopper breaks his word again. Because no one can leave. Jack can leave for a little bit. Um, and then he's got his uh, dangerous tea tray business. Um, and this is where Harry gets killed while hunting down Howard. Um, I know. I wish Harry didn't die. He's so obviously dead meat, though. Like, yeah. I'm amazed he didn't get killed in the lift. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I still get confused when I see that scene and he doesn't die there. But then I remember it's not executive decision. Yeah, it's um, it's funny, isn't <laughs> where, it? Where he didn't die. Anyway, I, so <laughs> I think his death would be softened if, like, he said something funny, like that when it sort of, when the red light comes on well, and it you goes, have him go, uh oh, he goes like just sort of a sort of realization. But if it if he went oh, shit or something like that before it explodes, but it just holds on his face and like it's yeah. the terror yeah. that's on great, his face. Though. Why do you want it softened? Because I don't like people like Harry dying. He's so lovable. He is. He's a he's a good guy. Uh, just a little nitpicky thing. I know that the role split at the last minute and Harry was going to be the baddie, mm. but when you get a new baddie, don't call them Howard because I can't keep track of the H's. So Agreed. Thank you, Chris. Thank um, you. <laughs> entirely different names, but okay. <laughs> You've read scripts. That would just be like, oh God. Just don't, don't give him a first name. He's just Payne. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually or a how really about good idea. Max Payne. Max yeah. Payne. Payne Bomber. <laughs> Would you like that? Yeah, pain blow man. That's what it would be. Super. You're a right pain blow man. Super bomber man. Yeah. Also, writing is rewriting, Alex. You should fucking know by now. So, But you've got to start from somewhere better than pain blow man. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah oh i could go all day sorry i was i was just thinking of other brilliant ideas uh all right so where are we so jack once again back on the bus says what he shouldn't say we're all gonna die Stop <laughs> it, <Keanu. Yeah. laughs> it's not job? it's not it's not keanu's best moment in the film i don't think when he's having his breakdown because harry's died yeah it's not really working what do you not think he's got the chops for it or do you think as a character it doesn't quite track 
You don't the like Slag anymore. The first yeah. thing you said. Why do you feel so nervous about Slag anymore? Because he's such a nice Because well, I love him. Yeah. I love him. Just okay, but he's not playing a space Don't make him do certain you, things so. in film. <laughs> don't make him do some Don't make him acting. emote. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, I, I remember reading about this and um, he wanted to, he was a bit nervous, Jan de Bont says, about the action. Uh, to begin with, uh, and then he started to get into it. And in fact, he rehearsed the jump from the Jaguar onto the bus in secret because he wasn't meant to do it. They were going to get a stuntman to do it. Yeah. And then he was allowed to do it on the day. But just the idea now, the Keanu we have now, being nervous about doing action in a movie yeah, seems insane. Mm. It does. Um, so then um, they realise, everyone on the bus, well, Keanu and maybe uh, Sandra, realise you can trick Dennis Hopper with this video loop thing. I love it. I, I think it's a bit naughty script-wise because it's a late reveal of something you've no idea in order to prove, an inst- sorry, instantly provide a solution. And that's a little bit cheeky. It's the Wildcats thing. But where... I do like it, yeah. yeah I, think mm. I think it works. It uh, does, yeah. because it's... It's it's super. It's done quickly. It's not laboured, mm. and it's like oh, we've had this video all along. And you're like, okay, well, no one knew and, that. It's and you could have figured it out yourself as an audience because of how much he seems to know about what's happening on yeah, the bus. Yeah, and we're, the, we're, the many monitors. We're carried away with everything else going on. Yes, that's why he's got all those monitors. That's why he's, <laughs> he's got, got all those monitors. I do like the fact when uh, Keanu punches the fuel tank and then he gets back on the bus and he goes, uh, "Well, we're running out of fuel. We're leaking fuel now." Yeah. And Sandra Bullock has that wonderful line. What you felt like you needed another challenge or something. Yeah. Funny, funny writing. She's good. Uh, so then the bus blows up and Keanu and Sandy, they tumble into each other's arms, but we're not done because, as I mentioned, Howard has had a police uniform on a mannequin the whole time. Mm. So we have to use that police uniform, otherwise it starts to look a bit weird. Mm. Um, and then we're in the subway and then Sandy's got a ton of explosives strapped to her, which Keanu does not like. I like Howard's line here because Keanu's like, you're crazy. And he's like, no. Poor people are crazy. I'm eccentric. That's I, good. I really like that. That's a great line. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's good where they've been sort of drawing these parallels between the pair of them, that there may be two sides of the same coin and that Howard has stopped valuing human life, whereas um, Jack is learning to value human life, whereas he didn't at the beginning of the film. Maybe. Okay. Do you think? Yeah, I think he's going on a journey here. Oh, okay. I didn't see that, but I. I He's willing to shoot a hostage. That's what they're debating at the start. Him and Harry. Yeah. Is the value of human life because they're just because they're these bombed because they've both gone through the same stuff with disposing bombs. Yeah. And so I think Jack is is a is a bit closer to Howard at the start of the film than he is at the end. Okay. All right. I see that now. Um. So. We have, yeah. Um, oh, this is it. So then we're on the train, the subway train, and Howard is saying to uh, Annie, she's going to die, uh, but he's not because he's like, they don't count body parts after an explosion. And you think, well, they might this time because you did just pull that shit like four weeks ago <laughs> and you popped back up. So they might be more careful this time. I don't know. Um, and then we've got a fight on the roof of the train, which is all good fun. And then Dennis Hopper just gets his head chopped off and it seems to me really swift. And yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it. Is that you want his thing? head to be slowly <laughs> removed from his With body? With a spoon. I think we're fighting. Ah, <laughs> this is really hurting oh, me. It's coming on. Oh, no, that's my windpipe. <laughs> <laughs> you cut through the first part. It's going to take another hour to get through the spinal column, though. Yuck. Um, it's called speed. That's true. <laughs> I suppose if I'm being... A nightmare. Maybe I wanted something that thematically made more sense. Anyone can get their head ripped off. Yeah. Well, we'll get onto my change, but carry do, on. Uh, do you? Th- how do you feel about him saying I'm I'm taller? Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, but I'm taller. It just feels a bit flippant. It feels like they've, I feel like a lot of this film, they've got, they've tried to get away from the, the one-liners of 80s action films. They actively did, though. Keanu didn't want to play that character. He wanted to. He literally just done a terrible one there. Yeah, I know there are some still in there, but I think it was a lot more like quippy. Uh, but Keanu wanted the character to be more earnest. Yeah, I read him saying that, mm. but there's at least five or six in the film, which mm. is quite a lot. Yeah, and also tallness is not a skill, is it? It's just something you are, and it, that doesn't seem to fit with his thing about, I just think, think I've got a skill, I've got a special skill, which is... <laughs> My problem is that even before Dennis Hopper lost his head, he was still taller. It's like, that's not new information. <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. he was already taller. It's yeah. like, I'm now even... More taller. More taller. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Keanu and Sandy, they can't stop this train, so they're probably going to die. Oh. Um, and then we get the same fucking beat again. This is what I. This is why I really hate this bit mm. because it's like we've done it with the jump. Yeah. If I speed it up, yeah, then I'll right. just speed. And it's like, well, so he's going to speed the train up. It's just. I wondered. Have I read this wrong? He. This. The beat is repeated. You're right, but I thought maybe there's a slight difference in nuance. Which was this time, it felt more like I'm going to speed the train up. I don't ever think we're going to make this jump, but if I speed it up, we'll just die a bit quicker and it won't be, we'll definitely die and it won't be as awful. No, because he actually says, I'm going to jump the tracks. Okay. Yeah. I just wondered if it was to hasten their death, but no, I guess you're right. I really don't think it is. No, fair enough. Um, they don't. Like a really odd moment. <laughs> Sandy. No, <he's>... Annie. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> we're going to die. Yeah. But quicker. Even quicker. <laughs> but then you don't want to, you don't want to survive those injuries, maybe, and be really fucked up. So I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a sort of Romeo and Juliet type thing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, they don't die. So yeah, they once again tumble into each other's arms, and they are so smoking hot together that people take photos of them. Mm. I, I didn't say it before, but there's quite a few uh, not now loves moment in this film. <laughs> you know, they're my not, favorite. Not now. Favorite. But now's the moment, and I'm glad they do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nothing else going on. Yeah, the studio tours van guy, he's funny at the end. That's a nice little button to that scene where yeah. he goes, can't believe you hit my van. <laughs> it's good. But I get a bit weepy. Like, because there are a lot of, like, they could have just kissed. They could have just been like, oh, thank you, Jack, for saving us, whatever. Yeah. But the fact that she keeps going, you didn't leave me, is really, like, it's a really nice line. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's more emotional than it needs to yeah. be for a film like this and maybe that's why it was such a hit because it's got the act obviously they've got tons of chemistry but it's something a little bit different in that moment which mm. you've seen a thousand times yeah um and that is all i have apart from billy idol speed over the credits <laughs> <Yeah>. love it <laughs> uh have you got anything more or would you like to do the bits uh, I'm happy to do the question. The question. See, I remembered this week, so that's good. I just listened to an episode of ours where you were berating me because I paused for half a second before I launched into the bits. It's, it's actually quite embarrassing for you. Are we talking about me or Chris? Both of you have a go. So. Oh. Yeah. I burned. I five. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Nailed right. it. <laughs> what was your best scene, Alex? Uh, best scene is Keanu chasing down and getting on the bus, ending with him smashing Tune Man's car door off that whole sequence is electrifying you and tune man um does a lot with a little doesn't mm. he he's great in this yeah. and yet absolutely terrible in speed 2 cruise control right yeah, like yeah. everything about yeah. that film yeah um I, a bad film i think that's the best scene and i'm not going to repeat you so i didn't remember this uh when i was watching it this time so i was genuinely shocked when it happened and it's when pain loses his head i yes. just went oh, oh that's too cool quick mm. 
It was just amazing. No, it's not too quick. It's, it's my favourite scene. It's best scene. Best scene. <laughs> it's not the worst scene. <laughs> it's not the too quick scene. I think it's the bus jump because it's brilliant and stupid and brilliant as well. Mm. Uh, what is your most valuable whatever, Chris? Well, it sounds like we all listened to that script apart, our podcast, which is a very good interview with Graham Yost. He seemed so lovely. He came across so well. I'm picking him, brackets, and Joss Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and brackets. Yeah. So enough. you're picking Joss Whedon for 98.9% of the dialogue? Sure, but right. it's, it's movie films aren't just dialogue. No, um, I'm I'm so, I'm going to go with you because I, I sort of desperately want to give it to Graham Yost for coming up with such a simple idea that mm. I'm insanely jealous of because it's just a wonderful conceit: a bus with a bomb on it that can't go below fifty miles an hour. Yeah, brilliant. But I'm going to go with Mark Mancina. Uh, this is. One of my top three movie scores of you all time. You are insane. I absolutely <laughs> love this score. This is what I do with this score. If I'm sometimes sitting on the tube or I'm just oh watching God. traffic, if I hum this score mm-hmm. in my head, it makes an everyday scene just I turn into an action Ill. movie. I think you are sick dun, dun, in the head. Dun, 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 dun. There's something wrong dun, with you. Dun, 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 you would dun, never dun, listen dun, to this dun, for pleasure. Dun. I love this score. You are a wrong one, mate. <laughs> I think this score is phenomenal. And I think that sequence that I picked where he's get chasing down the bus. When you hear that score, like I couldn't stop tapping my works, feet to it. Works well in the film. It yeah. would never listen to it isolated. Score. Oh, not good for you for having a big old controversial choice. <laughs> <laughs> a big old terrible choice. No, not I mean, terrible. There's, if there if is it is a terrible. controversy, it's a rubbish one. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great, great score. There's no terrible in the bits. We're all allowed. All right, uh, my MVW is... Sand a minute. Sand <laughs> Three words. Charisma. <laughs> Another three words. Chemistry. That's right. You know I love her. I mean, I would love Keanu as well, but she is she's good standing in this. She's. Oh, you've brilliant. actually gone for her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I just think <laughs> you can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there are other. I don't think the role is that fleshy. You know, it's, there's not that much to do, but she does a lot with what she's got. There should be more flesh. More flesh on her. <laughs> more clean flesh on that woman. That's not right. <laughs> I'm not saying that's words. your fault, as per. Um, what would you change, Alex? Right. So I think. Graham Yost kind of had it right. He wanted everything to take place on the bus. As I said at the start, Fox demanded action sequences outside the bus. I don't mind the opening with the lifts. I quite like that. I think it's a good setup. I hate, hate the ending on the tube. I think it's boring. By that point, I'm quite happy to watch Speed until the bus crashes into that airplane and then turn it off because yeah. I'm just like, it needed to, it needed to find a way for the end of the movie to be the bus exploding, and that should also cause Dennis Hopper's demise. Yes, um, yeah. and you can figure it out. It, I, I, this is what it's I've not got. Impossible. He chartered a private jet from the airport to escape with his money. Yeah. Keanu remembers from the skyscraper sequence at the start. He goes, "He's close." Because like he wants to be near yeah. his bomb, yeah. so he's there at the airport. He'd figured out that's where the bus would end up anyway, and so the bus crashes into the private jet that he's on, trying to escape, blows him up, kills him, and then we get there Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves sliding away from the bus and hugging, and that's your end. Brilliant, yeah, very Case good. Closed. Case closed. <laughs> what about you? Same. no i think you know the the studio wanted less time on the bus which is just a crazy note Mm. to give these guys so obviously a film has to end on the bus that sounds like a really good idea um but as i can't nick it i think um much as i love tune man in this film i think it would be good if he was played by matthew broderick 
And so Cameron can see Ferris Bueller coming past <laughs> in a sports car and lose his mind. <laughs> That's very nice. I've got two things. Jack Traven should be called Jack Traven because it sounds like Raven and that is cooler than Traven. It just is. Because um, ravens are. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. Your change is ravens are cool. No, everybody knows that if you want to give a character a cool name and it's spelled T-R-A-V-E-N, Traven, Traven Raven. Sounds like a tray. Like I'm bringing you, here's your dinner on a tray. That's true, actually, it does. But but then it just, they keep saying Traven. I was like, that's so annoying. It's obviously Traven. Raven, crow. <laughs> Equals cool. <laughs> Ravens and crows are the same. Raven crow equals cool. I'm just going to repeat, <laughs> just so you can hear what you're saying. So I don't know if you there can. are no wrong answers. Remember, <laughs> there are no wrong answers. Anyway, I, thought we, I thought we were the real ones today. <laughs> I've got a proper change. Raven and crows equal cool. That's true. It's, it's a, just a fact. Look at all cool names, and they try to run adjacent to something that is black or dark or whatever because it's cool right everyone knows that everyone yeah everyone. That, i mean that is so raven <laughs> see yeah. see not cool <laughs> uh anyway so are you done yeah. um shoot the hostage that should get a call back in the subway because he they have this thing about shooting the hostage and then you should think he's going to shoot annie even though he fancies her and then he does it and he might be all there sort of simmering away but it wasn't that obvious to me mm. so raven yeah. <laughs> Raven. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to like that one, but I thought I'd just plough ahead. Uh, are we done? Yes. <laughs> we're done. Um, question, are we doing a quiz? We are. Obviously, no, the last quiz uh, we're not we did. Doing it. I'm, I'm, um, I have a, I've had a long think since the end of last you, year. Uh, Alex was unlucky to lose last year's quiz battle. I want you... <laughs> I've decided if yeah, you yeah. want if you want to carry on doing a quiz this year as part of the show, I want you to publish the scores on Twitter overall sure. of wins and losses. I, I added them up, and weirdly, it was a draw. No, it wasn't. Going into <laughs> no, the end it of wasn't. the year, absolutely not. If any listeners out there want to go back and listen to the quizzes Please and do. add them up, feel free. There is a cash prize. <laughs> uh, not even a prize, a, an offering. If you can add up who won what of all the quizzes, I think hands down, I won last year. I think, and I know we played winner takes all. I'm not. I am actually. There are two things I'm angry about. First of all, that I definitely won the year's quizzes in numerical total and my point too is since when are we doing a do we do current affairs quizzes as the last quiz of the year because you know vicky knows current affairs better than me we've always done film quizzes and i should have it should have been a film quiz and i mm. i am not a never heard loser. of facebook <laughs> that was a question i know that you won the quiz i know you did okay, okay. now is that what you wanted that's all i needed yeah. let's do a quiz Okay. That's fine. Are you all right? I'm happy now that you said that. Yes. I wanted to say it to you privately. Mm. But you did Because I knew it was a big deal. Right. Maybe you should see if uh, I've got uh, a little present for you outside. <gasps> yeah. I think oh. he wants to come home to his daddy, okay? So, <laughs> all right. I just wanted to borrow him for a bit just okay. to see what it feels like to be you, okay? Just, there's a space on the shelf and every time I see it, yeah, I cry a little bit. Off. Yes, yeah. I'm a bit broken. So everything is going to be fine. Okay. You won the quiz. Thanks. I just needed... For my own mental health, <laughs> you know how hard I find it. I just needed that victory, that sweet victory, just for... That wasn't the real quiz. That wasn't the real quiz. Okay. You got to throw a welly over the building. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Uh, pop quiz, hot shot. Yes, please. Very good. Uh, I'm doing a pop quiz. Oh, really? Oh, yes. well, you checked it with the boss over there? Because if it's not, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Music, if it's not... <laughs> a minute ago, we were friends again. <laughs> I mean, I do literally change the quiz every week. Yeah. But fine. that's fine. Uh, this is a pop quiz. Great. So, and you'll see as we go along that there's quite a specific connection between. There's a movie connection, so you. <laughs> <laughs> so, question one: Who had early '80s hits with the songs "Keep on Loving You" and "Can't Fight This Feeling"? I don't know. I have no idea. Early 80s. Oh, Michael hits. Jackson. No. I'm gonna keep on loving you. Rick Astley. No, no. late 80s. The answer is R.E.O. Speed Wagon. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. I'm in, the, I'm in the zone. Okay. Now. Question two. Which Australian songstress released Unstoppable in 2016? Sia. Kylie Minogue. It is Sia. That is one to Vicky. Great tune. Uh, I like Chandelier. Yeah, who, of course. Yes, but it doesn't have Unstoppable in the title. <laughs> um, who featured the song Speed Demon on their mega-selling 1987 album? Oh, Michael Jackson. Correct. Next clue Speed was going to be... Demon, you're the best. Worst, worst oh, song yeah. on that album. <laughs> it is. Um, oh, dear. Who had hits with the songs... Sheriff Fat Man and Carter USM. Yes. Do you want to say it, the the full title <laughs> du, 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 of, du, of the band? Du. Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Sex Machine. Unstoppable. Unstoppable Sex Machine. <laughs> machine. Oh, right. Right. I thought it because both machines as well. It's fine. Which <laughs> band released a song about a National Express bus in 1990? Divine Comedy. I'm giving that Vicky. She oh. just got in there first. <laughs> I did. I did. All right. And fine. it's the Divine Comedy. Uh, and finally, okay, this is a draw. Oh. This is a draw going to the last question. Which TFI regulars released a single called The Day We Caught the oh, Train? Oh, Vicky got it. Oh. Vicky gets the trophy back. No, that, no, it's the start of a new quiz year. It's the start, start of a new year. But congratulations. I'm going to look. Thank you. Congratulations. That was well played and well won and fair. Right. That's the most important thing, a fair <laughs> quiz. Uh, right then. Next week, Clash Potters in Control continues with another listener pairing. Victoria, you have the clue. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, I am. But I like the forbidden fruit. Very good. Thank you. Very good. And that is for Fan Jan, isn't it? <laughs> um, but as I said, I don't like calling them fans, so we could call this our friend requests if we wanted to. Well, that's nice. Really good. Just putting it out there. Interesting. So Clash Potters in Control <laughs> continues next week. That's your clue. One more time, Victoria. But I like the forbidden fruit. Excellent Very stuff. Good. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate, and indeed review us if you've got the time. It's a great help. And check in with us on Twitter and Instagram at ClashPod. Back on Thursday, talking unstoppable. Bye-bye. This was a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 